Today's scripture is Acts 2, verses 42 through 47. The first converts. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Life among the believers. Awe came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord, we thank you for this word, for this beautiful picture of devotion, of faithfulness. Let us hear and let us be these words. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I happened to run across an article by a man named Wes Seliger who happens to be an Episcopal minister and who also happens to love motorcycles. Now, I know the idea of a pastor riding a motorcycle is just ridiculous. But this is his story, not mine. It's his story, not mine. Anyway, he tells about being in a motorcycle shop, and one day he's, he's there and he's drooling over a huge Honda 750 that he wished he could afford. Now, the salesperson came over, and he started talking about speed and acceleration, about excitement and the attention-getting growl of the pipes, racing, about risks, about adventure. Then he discovered that Wes was a minister. And it was like a switch had been flipped. And the salesperson immediately changed his language, even changed the tone of his voice. He spoke quietly about good mileage and visibility, about how practical the machine was. You know, I, I learned very, very early in ministry, people who sell lawnmowers are not really surprised when pastors look at their merchandise. But people who sell motorcycles, they are. Lawnmowers are slow and safe and sane and practical. Words that have really never been used to describe me, by the way. <laughs> Motorcycles are fast and dangerous and wild and thrilling. Every reason I married Sissy. You know, this is the point in the story, however, where Wes asks a question. Is being a Christian more like mowing the lawn 
or like riding a motorcycle? Is the Christian life safe and sane? Or is it dangerous and exciting? And how about our God? Is God the man, the person upstairs, remote and removed? Or is God the explosive, creative power within all that exists? Does salvation mean safety? Or does it mean risk? Lawnmower or motorcycle? Which is it? I I love the way that Wes ends his story. The common, this is a quote, the common image of the church is pure lawnmower, slow, deliberate plodding. Our job is to take the church out on the open road, give it the gas, and see what the old baby can do. Well, welcome to Bragging Sunday. I know it's not on the United Methodist calendar. Fran, don't start looking through your phone trying to find Bragging Sunday. You're not going to find it. It's not there. In fact, it's not on any calendar I know of. But I'm your pastor, so I do what I want. And I want to have a Bragging Sunday. And I want to have it today. Truth be told, I made it up because... When I read today's verses, the first thought I had was, these people sound a whole lot like my people. Now think about what I just said. That's a high compliment. I truly and deeply believe that everyone needs to know that God is love. That everyone needs to know that Jesus saves and still rolls away our stones. That everyone needs to know that forgiveness for anything is possible. That everyone should know that we enjoy eternal life, but that our troubles don't when God is in them. And for six years, I have watched you share that message loud and clear. For six years, I have watched you take this church out on the open road, give it the gas, and see what this old baby can do. The Bible tells us that the early Christians were devoted in their work. Now think of all the missions and ministries this church offers. We have at least one mission project a month for six years. Six times 12. 72, right? Six times 12, whatever you get on your phone. And we often have months where we have three or four mission projects going at the same time. 
when you look at one mission project a month, that's significant. When you look over the last six years and however long you were doing it before I arrived, that's incredible. So I'm bragging on you. The Bible tells us that they were devoted in so many ways, uh, very similar to the many ways we offer ourselves as the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, one mission per month is significant. Let's talk about one worship service. Have you ever realized how many people are involved in just one worship experience, one service. For every worship experience, you have choirs who have practiced for a while. Sue might be good enough to get up here and sing a solo, but the rest of them need work. They need time to pull things together. They need a director to help them get that far, right? Just say yes. Thank you, Phil. There's choir members. There are musicians. Again, talented guy. You put something in front of him, he plays it. You don't put in anything in front of him, he plays something anyway. But still, I hear him in here for hours getting ready for a worship service. We have readers. We have the worship committee behind it all. We have banners being made and hung. We have the altar guild. We have ushers. We have greeters. We have acolytes. We have cross bearers. We have counters. We have you being present, getting out of bed and finding your way here and ready to worship. You know, I've been in churches where they, they get out of bed and, and, you know, someone says, oh, you're here bright-eyed and bushy-tailed so early. Well, they ain't neither of those things. Sometimes churches show up and it's like, okay, I got here. Do what you're going to do, I dare you. But not here. You come ready. You bring the Holy Spirit with you. And that's just for one service on one Sunday. I've been teaching two Bible studies during Lent and went longer. And we have our adult Sunday school class. We have coffee and conversation. We have so many opportunities to dig deeper into God's Word. The early Christians were devoted to God's Word. You know, some, some Christians examine the Bible looking for things they can't accept. This church allows the Bible to examine us looking for things God can't accept. Those words are so important. And they devoted themselves. It was said of the early Christians but I am bragging today because I know those words are just as true for Aldersgate. They devoted themselves to prayer. Ding, ding, 
Ring, ring. How many of you have texts coming in? A new notification pops up on your phone or on the website or on the app. All to make sure everyone gets the word about another request for prayer. My goodness gracious, sometimes it goes on all day. Something dinging, something pinging. Making sure everyone gets that word. Theirs was no casual Christianity. Theirs was no half-hearted holiness. The early Christians devoted themselves. They devoted themselves to fellowship. Gee, I wish we could be good at fellowship around here. This is the most relational church where where I've had the privilege of serving God. Eating together, playing together, sharing life together, moving each other to a greater faith, hope, to a greater love, building ramps together, feeding hungry people together, This church, you, can turn any mission into, or any service into a fellowship event. And it happens naturally. If if I could only use one word to describe you, that word would be together. We do things together here. We are together here. But don't let me just tell you that. Let me show you that. I I will show you that. Betty Hunt, I need your help, please. Will you come up and join me? I won't ask you to preach. They might prefer that, but I'm still not going to ask you. How are you? I'm good. No, you're supposed to say I'm great. I'm great. You were here for that sermon. Don't you forget that sermon. Now, have you ever heard of a trust fall? Do you know what that is? Yes. That's where someone puts their arms like this, they close their eyes, and they, that's so they can pray to the Lord that there's someone still standing behind them, and then they just fall. So knowing that, would you like me to pick some puny, weak person? Or would you like me to pick some big, strapping, strong person to join you? I trust whoever comes. Hmm. Dave, come on, you get to be the big, strapping, hulking guy today. That's it. Okay. So you know what a trust fall is, right? You know what's expected, right? Why are y'all getting in these positions? Dave, come over here. Cross your arms like this. Close your eyes. 
Now here, you stand behind him. <laughs> On three, I want you to fall, Dave. And Betty's going to catch you. You ready, aren't you? Okay. Um, Dave, how are you feeling right about now? Another Dave. Dave, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> Dave, how are you feeling right about now? Great. <laughs> that might have been the only place you didn't need to say that. Now, I'm not going to let this happen, even though I'm pretty sure Betty could handle this. But I want to show you something else. Craig, would you mind coming up here? Bring Chris with you. <laughs> Michelle, would you mind coming up here, please? We need another Dave up here. Will you bring, come up here, Dave? Oh, get between, get around Betty. No, walk around, gang up on her. Like you're going to help her catch Dave. Now how you feeling? That's it. That's, that's what I'm talking about. They devoted themselves to each other. And that's what this church does so well. Betty would probably do this. She might get flattened like a pancake, but she would definitely try to do this. But now she's got four other people helping her and ready. That's what this church is about. Now, Dave, run before she pulls you backwards. <laughs> she's going to pull you backwards and prove she can do it. We're not doing this. <laughs> We're not, not going to. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I knew it was going to be a little suspect when I invited Betty up there. She was ready. That is the fellowship of the church. And it is especially the fellowship of this church. Holding each other, supporting each other in every need. So pat someone else on the back because we have a lot to brag about in the name of God, Creator, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.